Newsletter, April 2019. Pluto dances with the South Node. On March 28, Pluto and the lunar South Node formed a conjunction. Since they both move slowly, the date itself is not terribly important. At the beginning of March, the two points were already separated by less than two degrees, and on the last day of April, their separation will still only be one degree 55 minutes. The Pluto node interaction is ongoing, in other words, and we are all very much in the stew. There's more. We can expect an intensification of these complicated energies around the middle of this month. The all-powerful sun squares the nodes on the 12th and squares Pluto the next day. That promises to be a colorful week. Another date to circle on your calendar. April 30th. When a planet turns from going retrograde to direct motion or vice versa, there is also a great focusing of its energies, a turning of the tide, so to speak. On April 30th, Pluto makes such a station. So that will mark yet another crossroads in this whole process. As we mentioned a few lines ago, when that station happens, the separation between Pluto and the south node will be less than two degrees, still a very solid conjunction right there at the end of the month. All of this is happening in the sign Capricorn, where the Pluto node alignment is aided and abetted by the planet Saturn, which is also passing through that sign currently. This further intensifies and complicates the situation. Saturn's fingerprints play an exaggerated role here, since Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn, thus it is extra strong, and its energy pervades that south node. In Saturn times, reality always faces us squarely and invites us to do exactly the same thing. If you have any planets or sensitive points between 20 degrees and 25 degrees of Capricorn, these transits have your name on them. Almost the same level of relevance would apply if you have any astrological sensitivities in the same degree zones of the signs Cancer, Libra, or Aries, where we're getting the squares and the oppositions, which are so vigorous. When the south node is active, it always suggests karma ripening. My November 2018 newsletter, which you can still get on my website, The Lunar Nodes Change from Cancer to Capricorn, covers all the fundamentals here. I don't want to repeat all of that in this newsletter. Let me say Pluto always brings truth to the surface, especially the kinds of realizations that we tend to not welcome. Now, Saturn, as we saw, can also be confrontive. Bills come due one way or another. Hard choices must be made. Push comes to shove. It is impossible, in other words, to look at this whole spring astrologically without recognizing that both individually and collectively, the karmic chickens are coming home to roost. The personal meaning of all this for you can only be determined via a full astrological analysis. Exactly what are your individual sensitivities to those degrees of Capricorn? And what is the specific nature of your own karmic predicament? Any 
any competent evolutionary astrologer can help you with all that. Or maybe you can figure it out for yourself. To do that would require some degree of astrological skill, of course, not to mention emotional and spiritual courage, because that's what we're talking about. Massive astrological events such as this one also make themselves felt in the collective. Humanity itself is impacted. They leave their marks on history. Before I go an inch further, I fear I must afflict you with a brief sermon. I'll try to keep it as short as possible, but it is profoundly important to me that I underscore a critical ethical point. I'm about to tread out onto the notoriously thin ice of politics and cultural commentary. Just like you, I have opinions, some of them held passionately about all of that stuff. I think that's a healthy trait. Democracy is a vigorous process, and if any of us are worthy of its best manifestations, it is only because we think and participate in the collective conversation. As astrologers, however, we must above all celebrate human diversity, even when it hurts. I find it absolutely toxic when an astrologer, even one with whom I agree politically, pronounces ex cathedra that the heavens themselves insist that you must vote for this specific candidate. Your politics, just like the rest of your life, are your own business. In what follows, I'm going to strive to be as nonpartisan as I can possibly be. Within the limits imposed by the nature of my own individuality, I want to look as clearly and neutrally as I can into the mirror of the heavens. I want to bring our astrological attention to bear upon the current dance of Pluto, Capricorn, Saturn, and the lunar south node. Pluto as lord of the underworld, always brings shadow material to the surface. As it passes through a sign, the darker dimensions of that sign loom large in the collective experience. This is a vast subject worthy of book-length treatment, but let me prove it to you in just a few words. When Pluto was in Libra, 1971 to 1983, that's the sign of marriage. The divorce rates went through the roof. The stultifying shadow side of marriage was revealed. Collectively, we became much more honest about the soul misery inflicted on us all by traditional marital values. A necessary healing? Fair enough. An uncomfortable process? For sure. When Pluto was in Scorpio, 1983 to 1995, the AIDS crisis struck. Suddenly, being honest about human sexuality became a matter of life and death, and we vividly saw the dark side of unbridled sexual freedom. There's Pluto revealing the shadow again, in this case, in the Scorpionic realm, the shadow side of Scorpio, which has such a strong correlation with human sexuality. When Pluto was in Sagittarius, 
1995 through 2008, the bleak side of big religion pressed upon us from all directions. Religiously inspired terrorism horrified the world, while the plague of priestly pedophilia dominated the headlines. All of that brings us to the present moment. The Pluto equals shadow work principle is reliable. It does not fail. Underlying it is a broader astrological law. Every front has a back. Every symbol in astrology has a divine purpose, and every one of them can be misused and go down a dark road. The evolutionary purpose of Pluto is to support our being honest about these kinds of soul cages. So what about Pluto entering Capricorn? It crossed that line back in 2008, and it will not enter Aquarius until 2023. We are in the thick of it. Here we enter delicate territory. Let us remember to respect human diversity and also to remember that shadow energy lurks in every single sign of the zodiac. We should never lose sight of the higher ground with any of them. Yet Lord Pluto always reminds us that unless we deal honestly with our own darkness, we will never reach that higher ground. Now, Capricorn is an innately conservative sign. The word conservative has, of course, become very charged lately. It sounds so political. Initially here, to keep perspective, let's honor this conservative dimension of Capricorn. Here's how. It is about healthy, conservative values such as integrity, loyalty, self-sacrifice, and maturity. It is about taking responsibility for one's own life and oneself and for the results of our actions. It is about hard work and about stepping up to the plate as a man or a woman in full. Capricorn represents the polar opposite of childishness. If Capricorn energy disappeared and suddenly there were only 11 signs in the zodiac, human consciousness would be radically diminished. Still, once again, every front has a back. There is a dark side to conservatism. On schedule, that dark side is being revealed. Who can look at the current headlines and have any doubt about that? The revelatory process is ultimately about the possibility of some larger healing in the human race, as were the other Pluto sign examples we briefly explored a few lines ago. Dark Capricorn can be frightening. It invokes the image of the controlling tyrant, suppressing truth and murdering enemies, real or perceived. Ultimately, it is not even really about a political ideology. Ultimately, it is about fear, the fear of losing control or losing power, the fear of change, the fear of anything or anyone perceived as alien, and the fear of the unknowable and uncontrollable future. The south node of the moon, like Pluto, brings wounded material to the surface. The combination of these two symbols last month and this month suggests that the boil of the fear-driven side of conservatism is currently bursting. 
Everything truly terrifying about it is being laid on the table of collective consciousness. Now, specifically, here in America, the long-awaited Mueller report was delivered just one week before the exact Pluto-South Node alignment. Perfect timing. So where's the report? What taboo Plutonian information does the Mueller report contain? Only our Trump-appointed Attorney General, William Barr, really knows for sure. And as I write these words, he refuses to tell the rest of us. Two weeks before the alignment, the United States House of Representatives voted 420 to zero to release the report. Lots of political conservatives did the right thing that day. And yet all we have seen so far is a scant four pages of whitewash summary. Personally, I doubt that this situation of futile, desperate control will prove stable for very long. But I want to be an astrologer here, not a political commentator, so I'm not going to say anything more about that. The deeper question is, do you sense in all of this any sign that karmic chickens are coming home to roost? Do you sense fear and the resultant dark Capricornian obsession with control behind all of this. That is the fingerprint of the Pluto alignment with the South Node. With that aspect exact, back on March 28th, the timing could hardly be more perfect. Now, once again, loudly and clearly, if you are politically conservative, I respect your right to your own thoughts and your own values. I feel that if those were not my sincere sentiments, I would have no business being in the field of astrology. You have a right to be different from me, and I not only respect that, I celebrate it. What I am attempting to do here is astrological commentary, not strictly political analysis. By the way, I suspect that starting in 2023, as Pluto enters Aquarius, we will see the shadow side of the progressive movement revealed. That's a long story and not one that we're exploring here today. Simply said, the pendulum will swing. Some things are truly eternal. More immediately, I am looking to colorful headlines about this whole collective crisis around the middle of this month when transiting sun triggers Pluto and the nodes through those squares. Then, of course, we have mighty Pluto standing still in its tracks at the end of the month, staring us all right in the eye, inviting us to stare back courageously into the fierce mirror of truth. We all have front row seats for whatever that will mean, and may old Cosmo have mercy upon us. Thank you.